could use another drink, Shaft. How about you? Oh, hell yeah, I can use uh, two or three more. Especially if I gotta listen to another story about how fast Falzerin can swim. Well, mayhaps he could tell us instead about what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. With Shaft as their guide, the party sees much of Drukal in their search for the Amulet of Kalar. Having no immediate luck speaking with Kepli and Prawn, Mia attempts to scry on Hannah in an effort to gain any foresight before visiting her club, only to find a family member being held captive at the Pussycat Palace. It appears Falzerin has bought the next round and is headed this way. Ah, and the adventure continues. I, I grab onto Mia's arm quick and I go, Hey, hold on a second. Yeah? If you go waltzing in there and they've got one of your family members... Well, yeah, that's why I'm just gonna... going. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe a better deal is that I go in and find out what's going on. I mean, she has nothing against me I, that I know of. I'll just ask what's going on. Are you worried about my safety or that I can't be sneaky? Eh, maybe a little. Heck, I'll tell you what. I'll take Falzerin in here and I'll just tell her uh, he's a rich... Noble guy from <laughs> with those robes. <laughs> I look him up and down. I go, "It's gonna be a hard sell, but I can do it." Are you are you saying that you're gonna bring Paul Zarin in to see Hannah? That's that's correct. Oh, okay, yeah, I you see. can bring Paul Zarin. Yeah, okay. So here, here, give me the shackles. Give me the shackles. But what about uh, what about Falzerin? If you guys get into trouble, he can teleport out. Oh. Yes, that, that, that's true. I can. You don't need drag anymore? Well. I feel we will always have some need for drag. Yeah, I, I was just... Oh, I'm just so upset right now. Sorry. Okay. Here. That's understandable. Your family member is in danger. Where 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 should we stand, Shikara? Let's go across the street. I'd probably stay out of sight. We don't know what they're looking for. You know. Alright, is there anything like... Huh, what could we do if you to know you're in trouble? Like, can you send me a message? What do you, what do you guys got? Uh, you'll hear uh, Paul's Aaron screaming. That's when you know to come. Oh, so we gotta stand pretty... We could be blocks away. It doesn't matter. That's right. Okay. It's, it's, that's that's very funny, both of you. <laughs> no, you don't so, have to worry so about So if there's me. a giant ape that comes out bounding into the streets or something, you know, that's that's the signal? Sure. That's... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping to to be a bit more discreet, uh, but as a last resort, perhaps. Okay, remember, Shaft, when you're in there, maybe they have some information on the amulet, eh? Let's start there. Let's just feel this out. We don't have enough information to go bounding in there. Even if, uh, even invisible, it's risky. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, yes, I agree. I'm pretty sure it was a guy. Garbon is my dad. So if any mention of Garbon, um, Braun is my brother. I don't think it was my mom or sister. And then I have a little brother, Adder. He's pretty small, though, so I'm pretty sure it's either Braun or Garbin. It's, it's got to be one of them. Or maybe an uncle. I don't have their names memorized. <laughs> I have to have a long rest before I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to reacquaint myself with my family tree. <laughs> you have been away from home for a long time. <laughs> but I also have an uncle, Moby. Maybe it's him. I don't know. Right. Probably not. He's well, not that valuable of a person to take or 
hold hostage? Yeah, I'm just going to have to see how it plays out. Uh, as far as she knows, I'm just back in town and bringing this guy along to introduce them. And then we'll see how things pan out from there. If we can't get any information, then we go to plan B. Okay. Sneaky, sneaky. Uh, Falzern, you have anything to make you look a little bit more? You got any jewelry in that bag of holding or something? I, I could probably rummage around and find something gold for you to wear here. No, 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 Mia. I, I'm quite capable. I haven't really had need to, to use my magical abilities for this reason, but let, let me show you. All right. And Falzerin starts to make motions with his hand, mutter some words, and you see him sort of gradually start to change, and he grows an inch or two. His hair becomes much more shiny, and he just starts looking more and more polished. His clothes change into very nice flowing robes that are like a almost velvety sheen, shiny, purpley blue, and he changes before your eyes. Very impressive, Falzerin. Wow, does this hold up to physical inspection? Well, y- yes and no. Um, thankfully, th- this form that I've become isn't really much different in shape and size from the real me. So it, it should be a pretty robust disguise. All right, you've never met Hannah. She might look closely. She likes fine things. Uh, I'll, I'll try to keep my distance. Th- thank you. Would it be beneficial to take Sparky with you? Because I can mm. see through his eyes. I don't think that's a good idea. Come on, Paul. And I grab him by the arm and start walking into the, uh, the lion's <laughs> mouth. Do you grab what looks like a really well-muscular bicep, but then it like <laughs> doesn't hold up the physical inspection, and it's like right. a skinny little <laughs> wizard arm? <laughs> After they walk away. Sparky, go see if you can look in some windows. And I will send him off to see what he can scout. All right. I will take... Uh... Just John and Bill, then. Am I leading Shakara down the street, like, with my arm while she's blind and looking through Sparky's eyes or something? <laughs> like... I'm, I'm not looking through his eyes right now. Okay. He's, just, he's just out scouting. Shafton pulls Zarin. You step through the mouth of the lion and the big, like, 15-foot-wide doors that open up into another smallish room. On either side of you, to your left and right, are two additional uh, normal-sized doors that you would find in, in, a, in a house. And ten feet in front of you is this little vestibule, and there looks like there uh, is an attendant behind it with uh, two guards, they look like. And the attendant immediately greets you. Welcome to the Pussycat Palace, where your carnal desires are catered to. Have I uh, seen this individual before? Yeah, absolutely. This is... Every time you've been here, this is the attendant that, that is here. Okay, so I'll, I'll walk up, and I'll uh, sort of bow my head down a little bit and say, uh, I uh, request an audience with Hannah. Respectfully. Is she expecting you? Not exactly, but I have some uh, some information and something she would probably be interested in, and I uh, I think she'll she'll talk to me. And your name? That would be uh, Shaft. 
he kind of flips through a big like binder more more so and he's flipping a bunch of pages and he's rifling through what well, they look like they're records i see you've been here a number of times uh yes yes well then i uh, do think a request for an audience will get you around the normal entrance fee but you will as you have before have to surrender any of your weapons in your bags you can keep in our storeroom before you enter the palace. Of course. And I look at at Paul's Aaron and uh yes, uh, give the good man your items. Why 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 certainly um yet yeah, you you may have my my bag and I, I I have I come bearing no weapons. So but you you may take the bag if it's I understand security precautions. Must be adhered to, right? I'm grateful for your understanding. So each of the two guards step up to either one of you and, you know, with arms outstretched. One uh, will take your bag holding, Balzern, and the other has their hands out to U-Shaft. Yeah, I will uh, take my weapons and put them in my bag and hand the bag to them. And uh, the attendant kind of writes up, like, tickets, like coat check tickets to in hands you each. Uh, each each uh, half of a, a strip that she tears right and, and keeps with uh, your belongings, and the guards step into the door through the door on your right, and you know as they open the door it does look like it's just like a storeroom. There's there's uh, like ra- racks of, of other weapons and there, you know more like traveling bags and that stuff. Although the 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 weapons in here and, and those bags, even just a quick glance at them, they do again they look like they're they're finely crafted. I mean the weapons themselves don't look like they've been used at all they honestly look more like show pieces uh, especially compared to like you know the your sort of short sort of oozes dripping out of its <laughs> scabbard and all that stuff right uh and and they step into the storage room and stow your bags and come back out and they will usher you through the door to your left and the attendant waves you a, a goodbye gives you each a nod i look back at at Falzern and say uh uh, with me, please, and sort of put my hand out for him to to go in front of me. Yes, 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 of course. Two guards in front. They open the the man door, and you exit into another kind of L-shaped hallway. And as falls in, as you step through this threshold, your hand, Alomar's cane, of course, pops directly back into your hand as you have now moved more than fifteen feet away from your bag of holding. It doesn't seem like the attendant noticed, uh, and the guards are, of course, ahead of you, leading you through this uh, this, this hallway now, but you now have Alamar in your hand. Through another set of double doors, as this hallway quickly, after about five feet, opens up to, to like 10 feet wide, right? And this uh, open, throws the door open, and even before you get in there, you can hear uh, now the, the, the sound of music and, and people's voices, and uh, kind of the stomping of feet, and you now step into the Pussycat Palace proper, the PPP. Mm. And here, this is, uh, maybe Smee had described a bit of it from what she saw through her uh, first scry attempt, but you step into a, a very, very large room uh, filled with, with a ton of, like this place is packed, right? Directly to your right is a long L-shaped bar that basically runs the length of the entire building down to your right. 
and directly ahead of you on the other side of this 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 room is the a stage with the live band up there, you know, dance floor in front. Uh, there are a few like 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 I described like go-go dancers in their own little cages like up in each corner of, of these rooms. Uh, and you can see that that people are there's there's a lot of fluidity here. Uh, it's very clear there's a lot of alcohol that's flowing around. Uh, on the right side, up above everything, you can see the the balcony of which Hannah had been sitting at during Mia's Mia's scry. And glancing up there, it doesn't look like there's anybody up there now. Uh, it seems to be empty, or at least from this this vantage point, it's empty, right? Many tables surround the dance floor. Again, the the, the place is just it's very crowded. Uh, there is a, a another double door, which will be on the left side of this large room, which Shaft, having been here before, you know this is this is where the guards are leading you, and they of course do immediately take you through. They don't pause to, to look, take you know, take in any of the sights, of course, and they lead you through the dance floor, weaving uh, in between people you know, and all the patron goers and. The, the wait staff here looks very scantily clad. Of course, the, the dancers in the cages are all scantily clad. And and the, the clientele here clearly like living up to the the standard of Hannah's district as far as, as affluent and wealthy go, just by strictly by their appearance. It's it's very clear that the people here are purposely representing themselves to be such, right? Whether or not <laughs> Some of them, whether or not that's true for any of them, but perhaps some, like uh, Falzer and yourself here, at least for the time being, purporting to be somebody of, of significance, right? I didn't want to interrupt you uh, um, while you're expositing, but I think when Falzerin realized that what had happened and his mistake, and now that he was holding the cane, he would probably want to use Disguise Self again to replicate his appearance, but focus on the cane and make it look much more ornate and fancy because I think in its current state it really doesn't match with his outfit is that fair sure okay let's okay so you're basically gonna make you're making yourself look the same but you're including additional adornment for the cane right yeah I don't want I don't want the cane to clash with the persona I'm putting forth Okay, I got you. So exactly where and what did you have in mind? Because keep it keep in mind that you have, must be cognizant of where you will be holding the cane, right? So any of your additional dormants, your hand is going to pass right through. Right. I think perhaps I would um, just try to, to make the material that it's made out of... Um, Perhaps like a, a precious metal, like gold or um, or something of the sort, rather than I think it's a wooden cane, is it not? Yeah, yeah, with a silver eagle head. Yeah, so I would I would leave it in more or less its same form, especially the part that I'd be holding onto, but change its appearance to make it look like it's made out of a a, a fine metal, and probably add some some gems down the shaft or or some finer detail to it to make it look like it's got exceptional craftsmanship. Okay. Through the double doors from and away from the dancers. Uh, again, though, you're not the only ones that are, are passing through this, this door. As it doesn't appear, there, there are no guards stationed there or anything. Uh, but the, the doors themselves do lead into another long, long hallway. And it does look like there are a, a number of rooms off of this hallway and they lead you what would be north 
down down it, uh, uh, ten feet wide, right? Uh, on this particular section, there are about four just different rooms, and you do see a few people uh, walk into one, and from as you pass through the doors, you kind of get you know you hear what's going on inside. Um, there's the sounds. Uh, there's some screams not screams maybe yells but uh moans uh the crack of a whip perhaps strain like yeah you know the the the, the, the brothelly noises <laughs> right i mean that kind of stuff i smack falls around on the hip and i go eyes forward buddy just keep just keep moving <laughs> eyes on the prize y- yes right 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 as you the guards take you to what turns into like a T-junction, so you'll be turning right, right, which would, again, be moving eastward. You you see a, 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 an attendant, like a servant, rolling a large cart full of desserts into one of the rooms, uh, and as they open the door for the cart, you hear this, like, squeal! <laughs> Kicks and pies! And they walk in, door closes behind them, Guards look unfazed as if they've seen this day in and day out. They just keep walking down as they turn right and, and to, to another set of, like, another bunch of adjoining rooms. I look at Falzer and go, did you see that cheese pie? Mm. Mag- magnificent. <laughs> at the end of this hallway, <laughs> which now you've circumnavigated, like, the main, like, club section, right? To a, a, a set of stairs that lead upwards. And they stop at a landing, which again forms like this T where you could go right or left to more stairs. Again, judging by uh, uh, Shaft having been here before, Chapman, you know, to your right is that balcony that overlooks the the club itself. To the left at the top of the stairs, another landing. There are two guards posted here, and they, you know, the, the, the two pairs of guards give each other a nod. One of them kind of leans in and whispers uh, to, to the one on the left and they quickly step inside for about 20, 30 seconds and the door opens again and they kind of wave you in to this room. Okay, I'll walk in in front of Falzerin. The guard steps, does not follow you, like the door closes behind you so now it's just the two of you in this room. And you step into a, a rectangular room Immediately in front of you is this crescent-shaped pool, and Hannah is in it, completely naked. Wave the water rising to about her her chest, right, almost up to her collarbone. She's like fully sunk in, vapor, steam. Clearly, the water it looks freshly poured, um, still very piping hot. The room itself, each of the walls is like lined with these this dark red, almost black velvet curtains given the whole whole place this this kind of red sheen in, in the the candlelight the flickering candlelights that that serve as the the source in here on the far left is a large canopy bed these are clearly hannah's private chambers in one corner is like this large like l-shaped sectional that sits right next to a, a small like miniature bar full of different wines and alcohols and, and, and like tumblers and all that kind of stuff and she just looks at the two of you raises a hand and beckons you closer i walk up sort of you know lean forward 
like a, like to bow somewhat and say, Hannah, nice, nice to see you again. I follow suit and I say, Hannah, a pleasure to meet you. I'm, I'm Baron Zarin, but you can call me Paul. I, uh, sorry to, to disturb you. Um, I did meet the Baron here, uh, on my way back into Drakal, and he had some, uh, important inquiries that I thought only someone of your stature may be able to, uh, I don't know, help acquire the things that he is, uh, looking for, and, uh, I, I thought not to wait long, uh, as you, as you know, you, the best time to, uh, to work out something like this as, uh, as quickly, and, and since the Baron has just come into the call, I thought you were the first person he needs to meet. And I sort of step back a little bit, like out of respect to let uh, the Baron speak. A pleasure, Baron Zarin. Shaft, I had heard you returned to Drakal. Should our, and she motions towards Paul Zarin, new relationship blossom into something profitable, you will see your share. But thank you. Away with you. I shall speak to the Baron alone. Uh, right away. And I sort of step back a little bit. And I, as I leave the room, I, I turn back and say, oh, and one additional question. Uh, Killian, where can I find him? My, I haven't seen Killian in uh, a few months, actually. Ah. Thanks, I'll, I'll take care of that myself then. And I'll walk back to where the guards are. And she just gives the... Uh, and as you approach the door, Shaft, the door opens. And then you, you exit the room. All right. Yes, I'll, <laughs> just, all right, Bill, let's go. Just Bill Good here. Luck, Bill. <laughs> I always knew this day would come, Leland. <laughs> You'd be naked in a tub. <laughs> Hannah, I I love what you've done with this space. My goodness. Your taste is exquisite. Yes, I have been told that many times. Please help yourself to a drink. I'll take one as well. Certainly. Uh, what can I get you? She got kind of motions to, to the tumbler on the furthest right. A nice vintage. Uh, my, of course. So I, I pour her one, and I'll pour one of the same for myself. And I walk over to where she's in the water and reach out my hand to pass it to her. All right. She gladly accepts, and she just immediately starts to, to drink. I swirl it around a little bit, sniff it, hold it up, look, look at it through the light a little bit. My goodness. This is, this is quite nice. Please, join me. Undress. The water is quite warm. Well, I... I, I do appreciate the offer, um, Hannah, but... Where I was raised... Yeah, how do I say this tactfully? Um, how do you refuse my hospitality tactfully, is what you ask? Well, well, no, I, I, I certainly wouldn't want you to t take it that way, and, and, oh, goodness, I'm embarrassed. I just, it's, it's a very, very, almost unnatural thing for, for, for this sort of thing to happen. I, I appreciate that not everyone is 
was raised the same way I was raised, but it, I, I beg of you to understand. It, it's it's deeply ingrained in me. She looks disappointed, not necessarily angry, but she stands up very unabashedly, rises, and you get a you know full figure. As she walks over to her bed to grab a robe, throws it on, takes a seat on the edge of it. I, I turn to to give her privacy while she does this sort of blush blushing a little bit <laughs> and you see a little, little smirk creep of the corner of her mouth as as you do so you were looking for something yes yes uh shaft he spoke very highly of of your ability to come across exquisite items uh how do i say this it may be an item that is owned by someone who perhaps may not be eager to part with it, but Shaft assured me that for the right price, you, you have ways of coming about getting things. It's, I, I simply must have it. It's, I've seen it once before and I have not been able to get it out of my thoughts ever since. It's, it's an amulet. It's, it's, it's round, circular shaped, made of gold, and in the inlay where there would sometimes be a gem is this magnificent four-sided how do I describe it almost a, a, a pyramid shape with with symbol symbology on each of the faces it's oh it's it's all I dream of I, I simply must have it and and let me be honest Hannah price price is not anything to be concerned with whatever it takes for you to acquire this for me. I have the means to pay. As you're describing this item to her, she kind of slowly stands up and she she seems to be almost be like getting excited, like a, an anticipation as she kind of moves closer to you. You've seen this item before. Yes, uh, it was an older man who was wearing it he he didn't speak much of it or or really wasn't willing to offer me much information about it nor was he willing to part with it and to, to be honest in in the moment it, it wasn't until afterward that i became more and more enamored and and frankly obsessed with the just the design, oh, I, I simply can't stop thinking about it. Yes, it sounds quite appealing. She moves closer to you. I am quite adept at finding the right personnel to acquire such items. Such items of vast beauty by your description. As she steps closer to you. Well, yes, yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> I take like a half step back. It, it is, <laughs> it is even if you, if and when you are to see it in person, Hannah, I, I assure you, you will be impressed. It, it is magnificent, and and I, I must add it to my collection. Well, I'll certainly do what I can to locate it for you, Baron. I would be eternally grateful, Hannah. 
and she holds out a hand to you, like you know, uh, back of her hand, like up, as if for you to yes. like, take it and you know, you know, and kiss it. Right? I take it. I take it and, and sort of bow gracefully and plant a kiss on the back of her hand. What is your armor class? Well, it's normally ten, but I typically cast mage armor every day, which makes it thirteen, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> As she makes contact with you, you, you know, you you stoop down and your lips meet her her skin. A warmth kind of spreads through where where you know all the points of contact, and. Uh, like this, this flush kind of flows over you. This, this intoxication. Uh, so you are, you are cursed now. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Would Falzern, um know that something magical has happened to him? You can go ahead and roll me an Arcana check if you'd like. But she is going to follow up with a spell. That was not good. So Arcana was nine. Okay. I think um, perhaps with the, the situation that you find yourself in, you know, the provocative nature of Hannah herself, perhaps, you're not entirely sure as you don't, other than that that, that kind of brief like flush and, and the warmth that kind of spread between the two of you, you don't feel any different um, other okay. than that instance as it, as it kind of fades. But she does, uh, with her other hand, reach out to you to grab a shoulder and so if I'm if I'm aware that she's about to ca- I don't know if he would cast counterspell or not in this situation I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna treat this I suppose um, hmm why don't you give me an insight check okay uh, that's a 10 her deception was a 22 Alrighty then. So you do not, uh, you don't feel any type of like hostile intent, uh, as okay. you know. Again, you're feeling the, the the warmth from her touch. But I will ask you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please, as she does attempt to charm person. Now your circlet gives you a benefit, right? Your okay, your circlet otherwise gives you a benefit. So while attuned to it, your the wearer has advantage on wisdom saving throws against charm and fear effects. So you haven't okay. activated it, which makes you immune, right? But you are wearing it and you're attuned to it. Now this curse gives you disadvantage on wisdom saving throws for an hour. Okay. That was her intoxicating touch that she landed on you. So you are just rolling a straight d20. So it's negating the effects of your circlet. So go ahead and make me a, just a standard wisdom saving throw. So that's a nat one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Paul. Baron Zarin. Come on. <laughs> Keep your wits about you. <laughs> okay. See, this is this is the problem with not getting off the island for most of his life. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hey, you should have gotten the tub. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you you are uh, you're you're charmed charmed by Hannah, and basically you, you regard her. Uh, as a friendly acquaintance, like a, a friend of yours, somebody um, perhaps that you could could confide in, uh, confide in, maybe. Okay. Tell me, Baron, where exactly did you see this amulet again? I don't believe you were being entirely truthful with me. Well, 
Well, Hannah, oh boy. Truth be told, it's, well, it, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of complicated. I, I, there are multiple people who, who want this amulet, I believe. Uh, well, at least one that I know of. And I sort of want it for myself as well. Oh, my. But you've surely never seen this item before. You, you're, you're right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's, that was a, a bit untrue of me to say. I haven't actually seen it. I've had it described to me, but. Well, if they described it to you as eloquently as you did to me, then I find you've done an accurate portrayal. Have you seen it? Yes. In fact, it is in my possession. You don't say. Uh, well, would you be willing to part with it? I would. For a task. A favor. A favor? Amongst friends. Oh, okay. Okay. I, that seems very reasonable. Have you been to Drukal before, Paul? What, only, only briefly, but my, my friend Shaft, I think, knows his way around the city quite well. Yes, Shaft is very capable. If you could get him to aid you, he would actually prove to be an asset. Certainly, yeah. He's sometimes a bit reluctant, but I'm usually able to convince him. Is it Shaft who's also looking for this amulet? Well, I mean, yes. He was also asked to, to help find it by this person, and and I wonder if he also, like me, sort of wants to keep it if we find it. I see. So Shaft was untruthful as well, was he? Well, I guess maybe a little. He didn't mean anything by it. Of course, of course. He'll know of whom I speak, but I wish Lag of Rock dead. Lag of Rock, you say? You want him him dead? Well, there unfortunately is a power imbalance in Drukal, especially with what's happened to Detmer. I desire Lag's property. And what what property do you mean? You, his land or his possessions? Oh, Something everything. in particular? Everything. everything. My. In fact, I need it. I see. What What is this that happened to Detmer? I've heard Shaft talk of Detmer quite a bit. Well, he's disappeared. Left these paladins of cultists in his place. Interesting. Well, I, I will certainly try my best, Hannah. I, like I said, it only seems fair. I, I'd be happy to help you out. It, you know, mutual exchange. Excellent. I do hope we can keep some of this just between you and I. Oh, a bit of a sensitive nature, is it? I, I, I understand. If word got out that I was vying for what is lags you may come across more resistance than you would if it were kept hush-hush. Right, right. Yes, of course. Uh, of course. Perhaps you can aid me with something else as well. 
What is it that I can help with? Well, you seem to be a man of great means, willing to part with fortunes, it seems, to get your hands on this amulet. It, it is of great value, I do believe. Well, perhaps you could fill me in on its history, then, uh, as I'm afraid I have not uncovered much about it on my own. Well, you know, it's a bit of a long story, I think, but from what I understand, um, have you heard of Mr. Coltis, Mr. Samuel Coltis? Of course. Everyone in Aspara surely has. Right, yes. He apparently has a quite special uh, set of armor, and this becomes a piece of that armor, and uh, from what I understand, the armor may give him a great deal of power um, if he's able to gather all of these pieces of the armor together, so it were. Um, but the problem is that he doesn't know where all of his pieces of this armor are. They're scattered about Aspara. The amulet is one piece that he would like back, but I have my reservations about this falling into his hands, uh, and that's one of the reasons why I was considering keeping it for myself. My goodness, this amulet is very valuable then. Yes, yes, I believe so. Well, it is lucky for you, my friend, that I've already asked a high price of you. Even more fitting for the value of the item you will receive as payment. It, it seems fair. Uh, truth be told, you know, I, I'm, I'm probably not the only party who would be interested in it if it were more widely known how valuable it is. So I, I understand what you're asking of me, and I will do my best. Thank you, my friend. I am so, so glad that we've had a chance to meet. You know, I am too, Hannah. This has been great. Please, if you'd like a refill before you leave, stay. Enjoy the club. As they say, we cater to your carnal desire. I, I did, I did see the various things that your club has to offer as I was being escorted in here. Quite nice. Um, seems like there's a little bit of something for everyone. It's many a kink and no shame. Mm, indeed. Well, Hannah, it, it has been lovely. I, I should catch up with Shaft and see if I can get him to help me with this task. And uh, again, uh, as far as what's to share with him, Perhaps ask him to, to get you an audience with Lag, maybe. Once, once Lag is, is gone, it should not be difficult for my guards to seize what is his, what was his, what shall be mine. Yes, yes, I see. Um, now, Hannah, how heavily guarded is this gentleman, Lag? Will I be up against a great deal of resistance, do you think? I suppose that would depend on where you meet him. If it's in his fighting pits, well, Lag is a boaster himself. He, he, he sees himself as 
very capable. I don't think there will be much in the way of additional resistance that he'd keep around. Confident that he can take care of himself. Hmm. I've met the type before. <laughs> yes. I do dare say Shaft is a borderline being one of those people. Well, per- perhaps in certain circumstances. I, I think he's... He's good on the inside, deep down. Ah, yes, aren't we all? I dare say you certainly seem like you are, Hannah. (laughs) And and she gives like the uh, soft and lilting laugh as you say that. Not uh, maliciously, but like very genuinely finds that amusing. Oh, Paul. I, I am so, so glad that we met. As am I. I look forward to us catching up again soon. Oh, yes. Uh, Should your interests uh, in any additional types of jewelry uh, expand further than this amulet, you know where to come. I do. I will let you retire and and rest the remainder of the evening, Hannah. I'm going to catch up with Shaft, and I hope to see you again very soon. And she'll give another quick... And the door opens. Shaft... About 15 or so minutes pass, and the doors open again. You hear that sharp double clap, and uh, Baron Paul Zarin strides out. Big smile on his face, I might add. I sort of look at him, and I shake my head, and I go, How much trouble are we in? Oh, Shaft, we have good news. You... Hannah is... Is quite lovely. I wish you had have told me more ahead of time about what an enjoyable person to work with she can be. Yeah. So. But let's 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 keep moving, and I'll I'll, I'll fill you in on the details. Okay. I turn and start walking back uh, the way we came. Is there, are there guards that uh, show us the route, or, or are we free to move about? The uh, the two guards. I mean, they'll, they'll, they haven't received any instructions, so they will just ask you, do you require to leave via the rear exit? Uh, no, we gotta pick up our stuff. Uh, I know the way. Sure, sure. I mean, they'll walk with you to the, uh, or they'll continue ahead of you, basically, moving back to the club. But, they, yeah, they leave you alone. Because, again, the this, these, this long, like, L-shaped hallway, right? Not empty. Uh, entirely, there are you know people that kind of milling about. Um, again, some like servers and stuff coming in and out of rooms with various devices and or delicacies. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I think I'll just uh, keep looking at Falzerin and and uh, you know looking around the room, seeing if there's anybody I know, and and just sort of make my way back. I feel sort of naked without my weapons, so and, and uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, great. So are you making a, a fairly quick? I mean, you're not wasting much time. Uh, I don't want to look like we're in a hurry. Don't want to look like anything's out of the ordinary. But just walking through, you know, you know, bowing my head down a little bit to the the, uh, the upper class people, you know, always trying to make a, a good impression. Uh, a wink and a smile here and there. Uh, maybe pick up an hors d'oeuvre off of a plate and uh, chuck it down my throat kind of thing and, and then uh, walk our way back. 
to where we can get our stuff. Absolutely. And you do, as you are about to leave the, the club itself, you do see that Hannah has taken back up a position uh, on her balcony that overlooks everything. And she's just kind of standing at the balcony she's now. You see her is now just, she's just in a robe um, that she has uh, cinched tight, leaning on the, the rail, you know, two hands out to her sides, just kind of peering down at you, everyone else, kind of taking in everything. I, I give her a, a smile and a, a little, you know, thank you kind of mess gesture with my hands and, uh, and and move on through. Baron Zarin um, sees her and, and gives a very hearty smile and wave. And you see Hannah smiles back and lifts a, a delicate hand to you both. As we're walking out, I'm like, dear God, what did you say? This is not good. Oh, it, Shaft, don't don't jump to conclusions. So what do you know? Well, let's get our stuff and get out of here first. Sure, sure, sure. Absolutely. You can easily exchange your tickets for your items. The uh, attendant, uh, thank you. Come again. The usual, okay. as you, you can freely take, take your leave. So we, as we start walking out, but before we go out the front door... I sort of lean over against the wall, pull them aside, and I go, is there anything I need to know before we go tell the others? Well, you know, I I did feel that I should be a bit more honest with her. She's she's a trustworthy person, Shaft. Um, I told her that, you know, we need this amulet because, well, well Samuel Coltis needs the amulet. Or, oh, or what wants the, the hell? What? Why did you bring that up? Because I felt it was right to tell her she asked. Oh, dear God, I knew I shouldn't have never left the room. So, she knows about Samuel now. Well, yes, Shaft, I don't understand. She's a she's a trustworthy, kind, and generous she lady. She is not a trustworthy person. You think I'm shady? Well, I don't appreciate you really talking about her that way, Shaft. How long have you known her? What, 15 minutes? Feels like ages. <laughs> Any, anyway, Shaft, I, I don't know why you're overreacting, but... So, uh, I told her, you know, that Samuel wants it, and it's probably quite valuable because it's part of this armor that's very powerful, but I also told her that you and I are thinking about keeping it for ourselves, and... She said, good news. She thinks she can get it for us. We just can I have do to... some kind of an insight check on him? He seems to be awful telly. He's even more falsering than normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do an insight check, absolutely. Now, is this on your way to join up with Shikara Mi, or is this is still private between the two of you? This is still private between the two of us. Okay. Ah! That would be a natural 20. For a total? Yeah, I don't, I don't have any bonuses on it. Oh, okay. On insight. Yeah, he does seem to be uh, as if he was very straightforward with this this stranger. As he's clearly uh, regarding her as if she is a friend of his. So can I surmise that he is either under some kind of spell? Is there some reason 
that he's acting this way beyond his normal uh, open honesty. This is definitely, even for Falzer, is an a- abnormal amount of honesty. All right, I slap him across the face. <laughs> a shaft. I, I actually, I actually sort of go, come here. And I, I, I wave him down so he gets closer to my level. And then when he gets close, yes, yes. What I is smack it? him across the face and go, what the hell are you thinking? Oh, but what was that for? Yeah, obviously, she's got you in some kind of a trance or something. She's She's got information out of you that you shouldn't have shared. Oh, shit. What else, what else did you tell her? Did you tell her anything about Mia? Leland, does, is there a way to, like, shake someone out of this spell or no? Not by not by uh, a friend of the target slapping the target. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can't do anything about it. I just <laughs> I'm very frustrated. I just want to make sure I know how to keep playing uh, Baron Zarin here. Yeah. The the slap the slap doesn't uh, bring you back to normal. Right. I I don't know. I can't cast that spell. Sure, I don't know sure. how it works. So. Uh, well. Did you I say didn't... anything about Mia? No, it it never really came up. Um, what did you say about me? Well, I just said the honest truth. I think you know you're deep down. You're a good guy, and uh, you know maybe a little rough around the edges at times. No offense, Shaft, so you, but you told her we knew each other, unlike what I told her. Well, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I suppose she would have deduced that. Look, I'm I'm sorry, Shaft. I. So does she know where the amulet's at? I, I yeah, I, she can get it for us. She asked a favor of us, and uh, if we can deliver on the favor, she'll deliver on the amulet. What's the favor? Well, Shaft, we we need to we need to get an audience with this this gentleman, Lag Lag of Rock. Yeah. And just between you and I, um, I, I'm not really supposed to tell you, but Shaft, we've been through a lot, and I want you to know I, I value your friendship. Yeah, yeah, and I do yours too. She, I think she wants him out of the way, if you know what I mean. She wants us to kill Lag? Yeah, I, I sort of got that impression. And she... You said she has the amulet already. I I think she does. Great. I know it, it's. We don't have to go searching for it. She's already got it. We just help her out. She helps us out. No, I don't mean great in a good way. I mean great in a we're in a mess now kind oh. of way. Oh. All right. I guess we need to go let the others know, and maybe there's a way we can get this amulet without having to. Do what uh, Hannah asked. Did she? She allude to anything else? Did she tell you anything else? Oh, it all happened so fast. Oh, that that was most of it. I mean, she has fantastic taste in in drinks and decor. And my goodness, I turn around, walk out the door, <laughs> disgusted. I, th- I walk out. I look to see if I can find Mia and Shakara. And I, th- if I see him, I throw my hands up and into the air. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Sh- 
Shakara and Mia. So Shakara, as Sparky is kind of flitting around uh, the outside of, of the building, are you periodically trying to see through his eyes, or, or are you just kind of wait for him to come back, or what exactly is your attention? I'll wait for him to come back, and I think he would know that if he saw anything concerning, he could telepathically communicate with me if he was in range. Okay. I don't think we'd be that far away. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, and you don't um, get any any message from him or anything, and he, he, he returns safe and sound. Okay. In about, I would say, 20 to 25 minutes pass, um, actually maybe closer to 35, 40 minutes, and Shaft and the disguised Falzerin approach you, and you see Shaft is just... Once he sees you, he just throws his hands up into the air. <laughs> In frustration, it seems. Did it not go all right, Shaft? Well, there's good news and there's bad news. Uh, the good news is, is, I think who? she can get us who the Who was ambush. it? Who? Who? Who do they have? Oh, I, I, I look back at Falzer and I go, I think it's best that we don't know any of that information at this point in time. What do you mean? That's why I sent you in there. What? That does uh, not make any sense. Yeah, I, I, I didn't do any of the talking. I was, uh, I was out in the hall. Our buddy here. Well, Mia, I, I, I wasn't able to, to figure out who is in there, but on the bright side of it, um, I really don't think you have anything to worry about. Hannah's lovely. I'm going to like be ready to grab Mia if she starts to run across yeah, the street. Yeah, I just kind of like my my hand like tightens into like a fist and I just like kind it's like drifting back to my hammer. What do you mean? Hang loose. We're going to take care of that problem okay. too. Okay. Okay, so amulets the good news, I guess. Two. Well, Falzrin spoke with Hannah and she can get us the amulet, which is the good but news. But you know Hannah. The bad Why? news is we have to do her a favor. What kind of favor? Well, it's, 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 it's a bit of a favor. Um, Falzrin, what have you gotten us into now? Well, lag of rock. Um, huh? Lag of lag, lag of rock. Shaft, you know this lag character. I do know lag, and I trust lag a lot better than I trust Hannah. Well, um. I'm, I'm not, I was supposed to sort of keep this quiet, but I consider you all very good friends. Um, and, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you. Hannah asked me not to tell, but she would like me to be rid of lag so that she can take over in his stead. I think it's a, a pretty uh, fair deal, really. What is his to take over? Who is Lag? Well, his... This feels very familiar. A situation similar to what you have been in before. <laughs> no? What? But... <laughs> but this is different. Hannah is yes. a good person. No, 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 no. No, no falls Do you have Hannah is not a good person. Something oh, embedded here, in your chest. We need to talk quieter. Hannah's not a good person. Yeah. Let's, I think uh... she's misunderstood, really. I feel She's like lovely. I've heard that before, but like... Shaft, has he been mind-controlled? Mind-controlled? Can we trust him? I don't think we can trust him for the moment. This is 
preposterous. I am of sound mind. I did have... Look, I smacked the shit out of him and it didn't do any good. Mia, do you have some kind of healing spell that can clear uh -huh. his head? I don't need a healing spell. Shush, Falzarin. I am not talking to you. Are you... Okay, so you've, you've crossed the street here. Are you headed yeah. back to the Tickly Servant? Yes, I think we're going okay. back to the Tickly Servant. Okay, Thank you're you. welcome. Yeah. Yeah, and trying to be, you know, as I'm, as we're walking by, I'm looking around to see if anybody's following us, to see if Hannah's sent any, you know, just, do you want me to give you some kind of perception yeah, check Yeah, absolutely. Those those that are concerned about this, now seeing the way Falzer is acting, can all give me give me perceptions to actively uh, search for any pursuers. That's a 17 for Shaft. Uh, Shakara is is uh, too involved in trying to figure out how to save falls in from his own stupidity in order to uh, be able to also look around for anybody watching us. My perception's nine. Uh, as, you're, as you all are moving uh, through Hannah's district, uh, southward down back down to Detmer's uh, area, the, the streets are still pretty crowded. It is getting fairly late uh, in, in the evening here. But about as you as you are on the edge of Hannah's district, the southern edge, southern edge of Hannah's district, Falzerin, the effects of the charm person wear off. <laughs> I was going to say it. And you are fully aware that you've been charmed. We sent the most uncharismatic <laughs> person in there. And Shaft, you do not notice uh, anybody following you or any of uh, Hannah's guards tailing you or anything like anything like that. What? Oh. Oh, no. Are you back to your oh, senses you, now, Falzerin? What happened? This is, oh, I can't believe it. What did now you tell her? we have to kill her? a lag. We're not this killing is, lag. Do we have to kill Hannah? She used magic on me that, oh. Oh, who would have guessed? Apparently there's some kind of power play going on here. I need to talk to yes. Frank and find out what's going on with Detmer. Hannah's trying to take over the whole city. Oh, Falzern, what did you tell her? This is awful. What she, does she know about us? She knows that Samuel is looking for pieces of an armor that is very powerful and that the amulet belongs to. And she knows that we want this amulet to give it back to Samuel. She knows that Shaft was... Oh, I may, I'm so sorry, Shaft. I, we will never find that amulet now. You, 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 you said the shaft was what? Well, she more or less knows that you were not being truthful with her. Yeah. Well, let's get let's get back to the tickly servant. We need to we need to talk about this. Are we all in agreement that Falls Ring goes nowhere by himself ever again? Uh. Well, it 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 could have happened to anyone. At this point, yeah, she sure. <laughs> clearly has has practice. Falzer and my family. Who? Who was it? Who was it? You can talk now. I I I don't know, man. Nothing. I'm so sorry. You have nothing. I, I didn't get any information. You didn't hear anything, see about... anything. No. Smell anything. No. I think we're at plan B. We need to sneak in and free your family and get the amulet from Hannah. So Hannah has it. She can get it. I think either, yeah, she she knows where it is. She can get it. So how do we get the information from her if we're going to kill her? 
Uh, for I, I don't know if we need to kill her. How? We need to figure this okay. out. I need. We need to talk to. I need to talk to Frank. I did ask Hannah about Detmer, and she didn't seem to have any idea. Apparently, from her perspective, he just up and left. Of course. It seems unusual. Uh, you were charmed. You were. Do you, you not were have quite a thriving also. establishment? Well, uh, that that's true. She could have been lying through her teeth with everything she told me. Oh. I, I look around again, sort of look up on top of the buildings and, and, and down the, the alleyway, and it's not safe here. Let's get back to the tickly servant. Our time is probably very limited here in Jukal. Does she know that we are with you? No, she does not know of you, Shakara, or you, Mia. Did she think you were scrying on her? It never came up. I, I, I don't think she has any suspicion. Okay. Oh, man. But to be honest, she she does know that Shaft and I weren't being entirely truthful, and that might raise suspicions. Okay. This is... This okay. perhaps well, could not have gone any worse. <laughs> I wasn't going to be the one to say it, Falzern. I'm so sorry. I should have just stomped right up there with my hammer, and... Oh. Uh, I don't know if that plan would have been worse, but it probably would have had a similar result, except maybe one of us might not have made it out. I guess at least then I could blame myself. I don't understand. My disguise was immaculate. I looked fantastic. Can you believe what just happened? Yeah, nothing shocks me anymore. I really do like the intro and outro music. Yeah, it's Josh Jarvis. You can uh, contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. And the ambient sounds from Tabletop Audio really draw me into the story. Yeah, they're pretty good. Would you happen to know how to contact anybody from the party? Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to, but yeah, they're all over the damn place. They're on Twitter at Encourageable Par, Instagram and Facebook as Encourageable Party, and they got a website with a bunch of crap on it, too. EncourageableParty.com? Yeah, I think that's it. What about merchandise? Yeah, it's on the website. What about NPCs and maps of Aspara? Yeah, it's on the website. What about information about giveaways and links to the episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's all on the website. What about a good shepherd's pie recipe? There are no good shepherd's pie recipes. Well, mayhaps their sponsor, Critical Hit Design, will have some. Well, if you eat it, you'll have some happy adventuring. <laughs>